Hello and welcome to Parsha Pulse, episode 17. This week's Torah portion is Yisro, and it starts off with the Jews in the desert after recently being freed from Egyptian slavery. Moses' father-in-law, Yisro, hears about all the amazing miracles that God had performed, and he comes from Midian to join the Jewish camp, bringing Moses' wife and two sons. Once he gets there, Yisro gives some constructive criticism on how the Jewish judicial system was working, and Moses accepts his advice and implements it. The Parsha then tells us how the Jews had camped near Mount Sinai, where they were told by God that he had chosen them to be his kingdom of priests and holy nation. The people respond by proclaiming, All that God has spoken, we shall do. The Torah then tells us how the entire nation assembled at the foot of Mount Sinai for the giving of the Torah and how Moses was summoned to ascend. God proclaims the Ten Statements, which for some reason are known as the Ten Commandments, but actually contain a few more than Ten Commandments. And these Ten Statements are fundamental to us Jews. For instance, the belief in one God, the prohibition of idolatry, the prohibition of murder, the mitzvah of honoring your parents, and other such central mitzvahs. After the giving of the Torah, the Parsha then concludes with three mitzvahs, not having images in our shuls, not using metal in the construction of the altar in the future temple, and not having stairs leading to the altar, rather having a ramp. And that is the summary of this week's Parsha. And now for an insight. We ended the Parsha at such a climactic moment where the Jewish people are standing at Mount Sinai and they're getting all these such important commandments like no stealing and no killing and all these things that we understand are so basic and important. And then as they're about to leave, God says, okay, wait, just a few more things. Um, Yeah, so don't have any images in your shuls. Like, okay, fine. Um, Don't... Don't use a a sword or a knife to carve stones for the altar. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that really makes a difference, but whatever you say, God. And then he adds, and make sure you have a ramp rather than stairs going up to the altar. Like, okay, can we leave now? Like, Like, okay, you could have told us that later. Why were these three things so important? As an anticlimactic moment almost after the giving of the Ten Commandments. And the answer is that when we hear things like, you know, don't murder, don't steal, we kind of tend to think, okay, fine, I can do that. You know, I'll, I'll set some reminders on my phone and I won't really shoot anyone or anything like that. I won't bow down to any idols that I see uh, when I'm touring Peru or, or India. But God wants us to understand that these aren't just a few things that we're supposed to remember to do. These are supposed to be things that will change the way we look at the entire life at our entire at the entire world and change the way we do everything. So for instance, when we learn about how you're not supposed to murder, that's not supposed to limit us just in the fact that we shouldn't go around shooting people. We're supposed to develop a new sensitivity to the value of human life, so much so that we're supposed to translate it into details even so small as in when we're choosing how to create the stones for an altar we're supposed to understand we're dealing with things that are holy and using a sword which terminates lives is antithetical to that so therefore we would prefer to choose other instruments and you know for instance when we're um, constructing the stairs going up to the altar if we have these wide stairs that create uh, reason for the 
for the priest to kind of extend his legs as he's going up, even though in general that wouldn't be an issue. When we're dealing with a place of holiness, we'd prefer to have a ramp because it's a little more modest. It's these tiny, small details. When we learn about the importance of not bowing down to idols, it's not just not doing that, but also understanding that God wants us to have a direct and personal relationship with Him. And therefore, in a synagogue, if we create images, then that won't be idol worship, but it'll definitely be distracting from a direct and personal relationship with him. And the message God wanted to give us was, don't just think I just gave you a list of 10 things to do or not do. You have to understand these are things that you're supposed to translate into the smallest details and change the way you think and the way you look at everything. Don't just not steal, but also care so much about the fact that something is someone else's, that if you see that he's about to incur a loss or damage to something of his possessions, you're going to care enough to step in and do something about that. Translate everything I told you into the smallest details possible, and only that way you'll become a much greater people, and every one of us can become much better people. You know, not just have lists of do's and don'ts, but change the way we think and the way we act. And with that, I'd like to wish you an amazing Shabbos and looking forward to next week.